Hi, everybody, and welcome to Turkish TV Time. Today, we're talking about Ethos, or Bir Başkadır, episode five. We have taken a little bit of a break here, so forgive us if we're rusty. And also, I have to immediately call out Sophia, who at 8 p.m. on a Saturday is presumably asleep and has completely <laughs> slept through our meeting to do this podcast. So um, please send all of your laugh emojis to her on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> whatever it's called now. Whatever. Oh yeah. The X on the X. <laughs> the X. Um, <laughs> I am not drinking any tea. How about you? I have a sobering glass of ice water. Not there that I need go. to be, not that I need to sober up from anything, but I'm going <laughs> to pretend like I was doing something fun on a Saturday night other than this yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unlike water. Sophia, who is asleep, <laughs> we're doing a podcast, so we're winning at the yes. social life game. <laughs> okay, so now. I'm going to take us through what happened in this episode, which was really tough for me to watch. So I may have missed some stuff because it was really dark. Um, okay. So we're at the funeral for um, Hairun Nisa's mom and Hoja's wife, who I think is Medine, maybe, um, or something like that. Uh, something like that. No, it wasn't that. Hold on. I'll, I'll keep going. I'll find okay. it. <laughs> um, and it's just so, so sad. It's horrible. Um, and then we see that Yasin very awkwardly and obviously recognizes the Hoja's daughter um, as his dog bite girl that he saved. And so he like gives her a really long, really awkward look, which of course makes Maryam curious because she's a very curious person. So then we see our actress friend on a pier, but it zooms out and you realize we're actually watching on the TV um, in Maryam's house. So that was kind of a fun play from the editors. But yes, her name, the mom's name is Mesude, uh, RIP to her. Mm -hmm. Thanks. She died of hypothermia in that stupid ass van because no, stupid ass she trip. Had, I think she had a heart attack. I don't think it was. He said it was. He said the doctor said it was hypothermia. I mean, maybe the doctor's a quack, but I don't know. She was like having chest pains though. The episode, yeah. so yeah, many complicating factors. Let's say, but yeah, the van didn't help. The van did not help. <laughs> I'm against the van. Um, okay, so then. Oh, we have Yasin being maybe his most annoying self. I mean, I don't, yeah, as multiple, I said, multiple took, temper tantrums. <laughs> we took a little break, but I think this might be his worst showing yet. <laughs> so they're watching the TV show and first, and like, yes, he does like actual bad things to his family in this episode, but his worst trait is um, not shutting up while watching a TV show. Mm. He's literally talking the entire time, trying to recognize the actor it's super obnoxious. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I agree. That was his worst moment. Right? It was yeah. so unforgivable. Because the other stuff, I, not to interrupt you too much, but I, the other stuff I view more as like bickering that, I mean, especially between him and Marianne is like yeah. constant. Um, but yeah, I was like, you do not, you do not interrupt this TV show like this. This My is very weird. Use your he phone. Just stream of consciousness talking <laughs> yeah. the whole time. It's wild. Okay, and then Maryam is sitting on the couch stewing about how her brother was looking at Hairunisa. I don't know what she's thinking about it, but she's just like kind of curious about it. 
um, asks him about it. It, of course, goes nowhere. They argue. It's annoying. He orders her to make tea and pack bags for all of them. Um, yes. And <laughs> she's like, wait, what? <laughs> and he says, oh, yeah, we're going to go to Ruhier's village tomorrow, like she wanted. And this is just so out of the blue. Um, so we'll discuss it in our in our later sections but it was unclear to me if this was like his reaction to finding out about Hyronisa for some reason I don't really know how they're connected but I don't know it was weird that's an interesting thought yeah um okay then we go to Hyronisa who is sad and guilty and Hoja is sad and it's sad then we go to um oh no what is the therapist's name that's not Gubin. Defne? Is it Defne? No. Hold on. I think that's the actress's name. Sorry. Is Defne. Um, yeah. Peri. Peri. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So um, we meet Peri's mom and dad. Her dad is just like reading some Facebook article and um, her mom is reading a book and she's grumpy and she is the mom from Masum, I think. The actress. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she has reason to be grumpy because a lot of bad (laughs) shit happened to her in that show. (laughs) And I don't know, I guess we were just supposed to take that she's from like a wealthy but somewhat cold family. I don't know what we were supposed to take from that. But well, I think before Peter had mentioned that her family was like really intolerant of like conservative people or people wearing like headscarves and stuff so I think we were just like getting introduced to the lovely people that are her parents oh uh, okay yeah 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 her mom made a comment about the like immediately um, yeah yeah girl with the headscarf <laughs> on tv so yeah yeah um okay now we're back to Yasin and <laughs> he and Maryam have another loud and unnecessary conversation where she's like, why are we going to the village all of a sudden? Because I don't really understand the timeline of this show, but it seems like she asked to go to the village like a month ago and now they're going. Yeah. I don't so, know if it's a month, but yeah, there's definitely been a break. Yeah, between. it wasn't yeah. like yesterday. Yeah. Um. So it's a completely valid thing for Miriam to ask, like, why are we going tomorrow all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. But he completely refuses to answer and he's like, what kind of person are you that you don't want to go and hang out with her family? You're a terrible person. How could we be from the same parents? Uh, <laughs> haven't cheap. you thought about me lately and how hard it is for me? Oh, he's awful. Um, and did you mention the scene in the kitchen or has that not happened yet in the recap? Like when he's like in the kitchen and he's really, yeah, this is that, this is that, this scene. is that scene. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause then he tears up. Which I think is like oh that was at the end that was it no it was like when he she puts her hand on his shoulder and he tears up yeah that's after they that's come the... back from the road trip oh okay I thought that was before okay yeah. never mind no okay. this is the first kitchen fight scene <laughs> okay <laughs> um okay so then uh, we have the sad and angsty uh, Yasin and Ruhia go to bed scene. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And he tells her that they're going to the village. And I had trouble with this. I guess she was happy at first. And then she like was sad again is how I interpreted it. Yeah. I mean, her emotions are not 
straightforward yeah <laughs> yeah which is why her husband's emotions tend to be constantly negative <laughs> no listen I, I I understand that Yasin is having the hardest time of anybody but I still think it's obnoxious yeah so, then we switch to Hyrunisa and I guess her friends um and they're at like the I don't know the right word but like the wake after Basically, the funeral yeah they're eating uh hedva which is a like I don't know what any of these words are in English. Hold on. Halva is just halva, I think. Yeah, 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 it is. But okay, semolina is the word I was looking for. But this is specifically irmik or semolina halva. And it's like, you could see it on the plate. It's like golden and you can eat it with a spoon. But it's not like the, I don't know, the cliche kind of nougaty, you know, pistachio-y kind. But anyway, it's super typical to make a gigantic vat of it and the, and then serve it right after a, a burial. So that's what they're doing. And it's like women and men are separate. So that's why they're all in a room together. Yeah. And she's sad and just kind of like rude to her friends, but it's completely understandable. And that's that. And then there's a really <laughs> long musical interlude where people are putting on their shoes and leaving the house. So that was... I like that cinematography though because it showed kind of how not rich everyone is <laughs> coming out <laughs> like based on the shoes they're all like working people I don't know I, I found that powerful personally I I liked how it was like everybody's leaving and then she's just left in the doorway yeah. and closes the door and it's like yeah. oh she's alone yeah. yeah okay then we finally meet her friend from the club who is a psychopath so <laughs> everything starts out fine. Her friend actually says like some lovely things about how to remember her mother. And she seems like really nice and sympathetic. And then we get into uh, the club incident. And she, this girl who I don't know that we know her name or I'm, maybe we've heard it once. Yeah, um, I don't know it. She has a bruise from when Yasin found them in the club. And this bruise has made her a serial killer. And so she's like, I'm going to ruin his life. And also she's going to ruin his sister's life. And she has this whole plan. And she's like, this is Game of Thrones season nine, bitch. And then <laughs> we cut. So she seemed, she really seemed nice at the beginning. And then it just all went way downhill. Then we go to the car ride where we're going with Yasin and Maryam and Ruhie and the kids to Ruhie's village. And this was horrible. I, I could barely watch this. She um, basically tries to bludgeon herself to death on the car window while they're all in the car together and yeah. her kids are in there and it's just awful. Um, and finally, Yasin pulls over and gets out of the car and Maryam tries to start a dance party, which like was a pretty good idea, I think, to lighten the tension. But of course, it doesn't work because her family has never heard of fun and <laughs> well said and um they I think it's right after that right they just decide Yasin's like okay we're going home we're turning around and going home yeah yeah but it's like also nighttime when he decides to turn around so I think he actually drove for a bit and then like and like stewed about it and yeah then... yeah which is so typical all he does is stew and that's why like yeah. other than a single tear all he can do is scream <laughs> <laughs> healthy masculinity yes once again <laughs> uh yeah she meant toxic <laughs> okay so then they go back and they have their second kitchen scene which is what as he was mm. talking about earlier and 
So Yasin is nasty to Maryam yet again. And finally she cries, which I was like, if I were her, I would have been crying way before this with how he's been treating her. And he realizes that he's been terrible to her and kind of apologizes, but it's like a pretty lame apology. But I guess yeah. for, for somebody like him, it's a lot. Um, and so she forgives him. She puts her hand on his shoulder and he's like silently crying. So that was pretty sweet. And then he said he's done with Ruhier or done with trying to help his family. Unclear. He's done. And then we flash to Hoja, who is sad and crying. And then that's the end of the episode. So it was a real downer. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But, but on the upside, we didn't see our least favorite character, um, the man whore what's his name oh is his name sinan selim i think so hold on cast of ethos <laughs> i keep opening yes yeah, sinan is right yeah <laughs> yeah we didn't see him so that was a plus yeah that was a big plus <laughs> we barely saw payday because she's also like not a, yeah i also like don't really want to see her <laughs> yeah and i'm not a huge gulbin fan and we didn't see her either so yeah yeah or her lovely family oh her sister <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> happy to have an episode without that lady yes yes um and the girlfriend's name a girlfriend of Hyrule Nisa's name is Burju which okay. I found after probably unnecessarily complicated googling because if you just search cast of ethos she like comes up with the list I just, like, <laughs> went an extremely roundabout way <laughs> yes Burju is a uh burgeoning psychopath so that's fun there there was are we transitioning into the gossip section cuz i'm ready to okay so now we're going to move on to the gossip/banter/waking sophia up/buying her an alarm clock section <laughs> I have ice water we could help use to help us. Oh, ice water. Yes, if only she didn't live in another continent. Put ice water on her. Dang it. <laughs> um, one thing about uh, Burja and Haida Nisa, I wanted to say, since we were just talking about what her name is, um, and like made me think of their relationship. I think if I didn't misunderstand, Burju said that they had an easier time like being together in Konya. So I'm wondering mm -hmm. if they're like back in there. Like if first of all, if both of them are back because like Burju also lives in this neighborhood normally, but they're like studying in Konya and maybe it's like a school break of some kind that they're on. Cause I feel mm -hmm. like we've seen Hyru Nisa with like a book bag. So I don't think mm -hmm. she's like not studying currently. But then I don't really know what Konya has to do with anything um, if they aren't, like, there most of the time together. Also, Konya is, like, incredibly conservative, so it's an, it's an interesting statement for her to say. But also, in Turkey, I've observed that when certain areas, like neighborhoods or cities, are so, so, so conservative, like, as a same-sex couple, people can get away with yes. holding hands just because, like, it will literally cross no one's mind that that would be the nature of the of the touch <laughs> so they could very well just be blending in in that way but anyway I thought that was an interesting comment I don't necessarily know that the show is later gonna like do anything with that like it might have just been a throwaway line but um 
anyway yeah I, just, I was I, also I want to know the origins more. I noticed that too and I was wondering like if they took like a weekend trip to Konya or something like that but I don't know if girls in that like socioeconomic probably not place would be yeah. taking weekend trips so no I don't yeah like I don't there would know. have to be like I mean like the dad would have to like come along or right like right. or the mom yeah right so yeah I don't know and yeah, if we hadn't seen her carrying book bags, I would say, oh, maybe they're like sharing a dorm in Konya or something. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it seems like she's also still going to school in Istanbul. But where like then the Konya thing doesn't make sense. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But she know. was she was in her room at after the funeral. So clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Know, and it was, like, the yeah. And it was each other. Right. And it wasn't like her like other. Well, unless she introduced her as just a friend from like university because mm-hmm. the other two were probably like neighborhood girls mm-hmm. but anyway i don't know yeah she's a mystery <laughs> yeah, she's scary, scary, scary. very scary <laughs> she's uh, the actress is really good though she the, when her like glares are very frightening <laughs> yeah she was really good i mean i feel like it's not that easy to be like a teenage girl and be frightening but she yeah was- <laughs> yeah also, she's 36 years old, so not a teenager. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess at the time of filming, like 32, but. Oh my goodness. So... Yeah. Growing up watching all those CW shows where the 30 year old actors were in high yeah. school really yeah. messed me up for life. Yeah. On that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I still, like, sometimes if I'm like not really like using all of my brain cells and I'll hear someone say that so and so is like now 25, I'll be like, they're so old. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> I'm much older than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is up with the, the Yasin, Hyronisa, Mariam? I don't thing? know. I mean, I think, I don't think he has a thing for her. That would I never, be so weird. Yeah, I never got that sense from their first scene. I think he was more looking at her because he didn't know who she was before. Like, he probably just thought she was some random girl. And then, like, he respects the Hoja so much. When he connected those dots, I think that's why he was staring in kind of amazement. Maybe. I don't think he's in love with her or anything like that. No, no, I, I hope not. I think yeah. that would be terrible. The, the only other thing is, like, what if he connected the dots with the club incident that's what i was wondering about yeah but i i I don't know he never i mean he doesn't say anything he doesn't share anything with anyone right so (laughs) impossible to know right now at least and if that were true would that have in any way motivated him to take ruhie to her village like i don't understand no i think the ruhie village thing i don't know my theory of it is that initially he like i think if i'm not mistaken he very strongly said yeah well he said yes but then he asked why right and he was and then and then when she wouldn't say right he got all crazy about it and then like he he dropped it but then i i feel like just because he stews like all he does is stew yeah my thought is and like i don't know maybe maybe it did have a connection with the funeral that i'm completely missing but or maybe the fact that like the lady just like died maybe that in him was like oh like we that's shouldn't, true we shouldn't like delay this or whatever if she yeah. wants to go um but then like he's always like in a very flawed way like seeking like constant like appreciation <laughs> and like gratitude and when he doesn't get it his like 
unhealthy little brain is like <laughs> volcano yeah 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 <laughs> oh, so much therapy need is needed and oh there's only God. one person going to therapy and she like basically treats us as like treats it as like a social call right <laughs> and if she would just move out of this freaking house she wouldn't need any therapy she'd be fine she would absolutely be fine like <sighs> I, it's like i don't know my mom and i as, as we were watching this episode we're talking about just how like and like you were saying like if a male relative of mine or like i think pretty much you know any most people watching the show if like started screaming at you like that or berating you for everything you'd like break down but like she just like fires back yeah <laughs> so, it doesn't bother her really yeah yeah so that's why i don't even see it as like as like i don't know like a- abuse of her i i see it kind of as like this is how they like they've probably always been this way of like the yeah. bickering <laughs> and like he she shoots back he shoots back like it's not i don't think it's like the model of a good sibling relationship necessarily but i also think it's probably their normal <laughs> yeah it doesn't like i don't i don't worry that he's like getting her down but i do just like she has nothing outside of this really messed up house like yes. she needs yes to get out of there she's yeah, such totally. a she's cool very smart character. yeah yeah oh yeah bad what else we got we got the road trip. Oh, that was not good. That was really hard to watch. I agree. Yeah. That um, was really horrible to watch. Yeah. It kind of shows the magnitude of, I mean, we haven't like been told like why, again, we don't know why the village is like a place she wants to go and why she has such strong feelings on both ends of the spectrum about it. Cause she really wanted to go. And then that she really didn't want to. Yeah, and in the yeah. car, she clearly really didn't want to. Yeah. So, like, whatever's there is obviously, like, extremely <laughs> influential in whatever she's, you know, her mega depression that she has. Uh, and then, like, it just shows, like, how severe her illness is because she's willing to risk her entire family's life, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, or, like, not even willing. Willing is not even the right word. But, like, her, that does not even cross her mind because... She's like having some kind of a meltdown. Um, so it was really sad. And yeah, I definitely looked away too. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, yeah. I, yeah, hard to watch. Um, I think it's really interesting. Like, I feel like whenever I see these kinds of families or these kinds of people depicted, it's always like the community is always extremely strong and like people are super nosy, but like people are there to help. And this family is like so isolated. Yeah. Like they're connected to the Hoja, but like they don't, they didn't want to leave the kids with somebody, you no. know, like they, they don't have anybody to do that. It's, it's weird. Yeah. that They're like part of this community, but they're not. It's, it's weird and it's not. So I would say it's a little bit weird in the sense that, um, a lot of those neighborhoods that are sort of like I mean I don't necessarily know that this neighborhood is 100% like what I'm about to describe but basically there's a lot of improvised housing on the outskirts of Istanbul and this neighborhood may or may not be characterized as as one having improvised housing but in the event that it does let's say a lot of those types of neighborhoods were built by people who migrated to Istanbul from the same village so naturally like exactly what you were saying there would be a tight-knit community because everyone knows everyone and they all kind of moved collectively 
there's also neighborhoods like that where or even if it's not an improvised housing neighborhood it's just like on the outskirts and cheaper to live it would be getting tons of migrants from everywhere so that's my guess is that they're the only people from their village um in this particular neighborhood and so them not be them not having connections is not that surprising to me in that sense but we also don't really know how long it's been since they came so Mm -hmm. again like you would think they would try to make friends but I guess if you think about it Yasin like works night shifts and probably sleeps during the day wife is like cripplingly ill with depression and like he probably doesn't want people interacting or knowing that about them um so anyway it's weird for sure but and also really sad but I can also see a few reasons for why that would be the case but yeah it certainly doesn't help their situation of having like no one to lean on (laughs) no no it it, it is I I think it's yeah it's interesting and it's it's unusual for like what you see of this kind of village or not village but like this kind of life depicted Mm -hmm. I feel like like most of the women are home all the time so the fact that Mariam doesn't have neighbor friends and like yeah Yeah, true ladies coming over and cooking together you know I don't know it's weird um okay we I feel like our our meeting with Perry's parents was just like a check-in like don't forget about her yeah she's gonna come in here somewhere um but yeah they seem obnoxious but fine yeah I I I know that like obviously the act like you recognize the actress playing the mom um and she's like very well known in Turkey so I'm I don't remember exactly their subplot but pretty sure they will be important for the plot moving forward but I have I, I honestly no recollection so good it's like I'm watching it for the first time and that's yeah that's great <laughs> <laughs> okay anything else about Borju we know that she well I'm guessing that she was the one that put the brick through their window yeah me too the bruise is kind of surprising to me yeah I don't remember I mean I remember him like I guess like shoving them out but not like yeah anything like that yeah or like why wouldn't Hironusa then also be bruised because he like grabbed both of them and shoved them so like you would think that or maybe she's a hemophiliac she comes from royal blood new plot new plot (laughs) um i thought i also assumed from her like thing her whole like little monologue about grief and stuff that she's orphaned or like at least her Mm -hmm. mom is dead Mm -hmm. because she was like i well she was like i understand you the best which i thought was like her referring to the fact that they're together but i think it was more because she's like experienced what she's experiencing before so I don't know just the way she talked about it made it sound like she um had actually lost a mom or maybe both parents so yeah anyway I, maybe I was she, just maybe like, she killed them yeah honestly maybe she did oh <laughs> I was like oh yay like a beautiful finally like a healthy friendship on screen yeah. and then she just <laughs> went off the deep end no she was like I'm gonna take care of this guy <laughs> I'll eliminate him <laughs> <laughs> very uh, alarming yeah. very alarming <laughs> it's like yasin like this is exactly what yasin needed was like a crazed teenager <laughs> coming after him yeah. maybe it'll have the opposite effect and it will help him somehow maybe. and it'll be a really happy ending 
He's definitely dead meat, though, if he has any feelings for Hayunisa and Burju, like, picks up on that. Oh, he, yeah. That's when she finds out about that. Immediate he, death. Yeah. yeah. He's getting a knife in the back in the yes. <laughs> And a brick for good measure because she's just yeah. got a bunch of bricks to launch. A brick with a message just yeah. left nearby. <laughs> oh, God. Anything else for this section? I, I, you mentioned at the end of your recap, like uh, Hoja crying. I thought that was really poignant because he was probably pr- like he was on his prayer mat when he fell asleep, so he was probably praying for his dead wife, and he fell asleep because he's been like, I'm assuming just not sleeping for like 48 hours since mm-hmm. it happened, and then like as soon as he wakes up and he like. Like, I think anyone who's grieving has had that, like, moment of, like, when you first wake up, you, like, don't really, like, like, everyone in general, like, when you first wake up, you don't really know what's going on for, like, a split second, and then you, like, remember your life. And so, like, he had that, like, on screen, and then he remembered what had most recently happened and just cried. And it's also not very typical to see a depiction of, like, their conservative family, but he, like, genuinely, like, really deeply loves her. And it's, like, not, like, I mean, they, they might have very well, like, been the product of an arranged marriage or, any, you know, whatever assumptions that people might make about their background. But none of, like, none of that matters. It was just, like, a guy who loved his wife, and he's, like, devastated. So I thought that was really powerful. And as soon as that scene happened, I was like, oh, this is going to be the last thing, because they love to end episodes mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they get you right at the end. Uh, but hopefully the next episode has more um, le- levity than this one. <laughs> this one only had like the dancing on the side of the highway scene, which was still sad because the mom was like suicidal. <laughs> oh, yeah, I-, I need more of just like Miriam gossiping about TV shows yes yes if or you the, can give me like five minutes of that then i can handle the rest of the episode or, yeah that or like the yoga actress like yeah uh, lady great. just yeah just i don't know being sassy at pit or something yes yeah <laughs> agreed Okay, so now we're going to move on into not the history section. Sophia's <laughs> not here. We're going to move. History has abandoned us for sleep. Sleep. Uh, we assume. Um, now we're going to move on into our favorite and final section, which is what the fuck, Sultan of Success and Fatima's hit list. What the fucks. I mean, I think we always mention Yasin's behavior, but he like just really needs to stop with the like fake macho thing and holding everything in. <laughs> yeah, and ordering people around, dude. Yeah. Like clearly you ordering people around has not led to a good outcome. Like, also, like like your sister like doesn't really listen to you either. Like it's right. not like it's working. Your wife certainly doesn't listen to you because she's so it's ill. Not, it's not <laughs> yeah. working the way yeah. we're doing it. We need yeah. to change it up, bro. <laughs> All that happens is like he just gets infuriated and lashes out more and then yeah. still nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like waiting for him to like collapse and, and like utter frustration one day. <laughs> um yeah, I have I also have the way Yasin talks to Maryam. And then I have um when he when they're on the highway and that horrible scene is happening and he just doesn't pull the car over for like 
yeah. fucking 10 minutes. He's just like squealing all over the place. Like, just stop the car. That was cr- Put your yes. passers on. The yes. end. I agree. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I had. <laughs> I guess to Borju's introductory monologue was pretty what the fuck. Yeah, it, was, it seems out of character. Oh, yes, it is. As soon as she switched to her like psychopathic planning <laughs> monologue. Oh, man. Also, WTF to hire Nisa for just like staring wide eyed at her that entire time. Like, can you like please have an opinion? <laughs> why are you so meek to everybody like i mean if she's like close with borju which she clearly is then she should be able to handle this behavior better this should not be so shocking to her well and i don't even know if it's shocking she's just so she's so helpless to everyone like i don't know i i again i don't quite remember the character arc but i need her to have a backbone by the end of the show because she doesn't saying some words i think she actually didn't maybe didn't speak this whole episode possibly I, or other than saying like dad or something you know yeah. at the end yeah oh like, yeah oh. she said she was guilty and sad yeah oh yeah yeah she probably thinks her her relationship is like <laughs> inviting some kind of divine That's retribution the implication i got yeah, yeah which yeah. is horrible that was really horrible yeah okay who is our sultan of success there were no winners this episode well i guess mayam is always a sultan of success because she's just just herself no matter what life throws at her and she actually got her brother to somewhat apologize to her so that's yeah good yeah he like showed a single other emotion besides (laughs) frustration and rage (laughs) (laughs) depth he had some real depth this episode oh my god (laughs) he doesn't even like interact with the like children like these children are just like silent in the back like at least you can just ignore the wife and have some fun with the children if you really wanted to but no no the kid was poor children yeah the daughter seems like she's trying to like get through life and like try like behave normally but the poor son is like not you know nonverbal and like (laughs) totally not interested in anything yeah can you blame him no (laughs) definitely no blame well (laughs) Yeah. Um, Fatma's hit list. And why is it Borju? <laughs> it's Borju for public safety reasons. <laughs> She's simply too dangerous to be out and about. <laughs> uh, yeah, she should be kept away from bricks at all times. This, it's hard when you like are surrounded by bricks. <laughs> um, other than her, though, yeah, I think her. I... I, I I don't know. I feel like the girls in the bedroom, like during the wake, were kind of annoying. But they were annoying. I don't think that's like. I don't think we can we can unleash Fatma on them for that unless they come back. Quite enough screen time for me to be like, oh, you deserve to die. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we're just it though. We're very we're very worried about everyone's safety with her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. We we're doing it for the people, not not right. It's not for us. No, no, nothing. We're we're we don't pretend we're God on this podcast or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Well, congratulations to Maryam, our always Sultan of Success. We hope you get absolutely out of that house and get a life of your own because you deserve it. Uh, watch out to Borju because Fatma is coming after you with a brick breaker. <laughs> I don't know, but she's coming after you. There's a lot of shit in your village she could kill you with. And yeah, uh, yeah watch out. 
Thank you all so much for listening. Please send snoozing emojis to Sophia. <laughs> and we will be back next time talking about episode six.